Starring from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Hey there, this is Ari, and I'm just going to do a quick intro for this episode because some weird things happened. For starters, I showed up 20 minutes late to my own podcast, which is very rude of me and very unorganized. Another thing that happened is my microphone stopped working for a portion of the podcast, so I cut that part of the podcast out. So I'm worried this is going to get jumbly. I'm going to have to explain some things. Another thing that happened is a friend of mine showed up during the podcast, so I added a third person. My friend Abby popped in during Craig's episode. So now there's three people on this episode of Unlicensed Therapy. So anyways, this is a weird one, but I still think it's fun. A fun listen. Craig has some problems. We tried to help him out. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay. He's wearing some shorts that looks like my father owns. Really? Your dad would wear these? No. (laughs) First off, before we start the podcast, I'm on call, so I'm going to put my phone on, which is not typical for a podcast. What's on call? Uh, just like I left some shit to come do this. Oh, okay. Even though I left, I shouldn't have, I should have been here yeah. on time and we'll get I apologize. That. First off, I want to say I'm sorry It's okay, you. man. I'm fucking for, kidding. I was what, almost 20 minutes late though? Yeah. I, when, I'm a were you busy here, guy. Were you here on time at 4.30? On fucking time. Knocked at 4.30, called at 4.31. And I got here. What time is it now? We've been in the... We've been... Yeah, so 20 minutes. You're 20 minutes late. And I had to pee-pee. And I almost pissed on your neighbor's bushes. So I want to say I apologize But then the, I finally became an adult. And I was like, ah, maybe it's not good to piss on a house in the daytime. It's not. It's not. And I'm, I'm sorry for being late. It's okay. And not only am I sorry to you, but I want to also apologize to Caitlin because she organized the whole thing and it makes her look bad too. Yeah, I don't trust her anymore either. So I want to apologize to both <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. She's awesome. I, I love, love her. But luckily you're cool. But what if I didn't know you? Yeah, that what would be it, bad. Because she's booking be people bad. I didn't know. Yeah. For the record, I don't give a shit. And uh, it, but we're, we're good. friends. We're, we're yeah, yeah. If what if what if I was a stranger and you showed that up? That w- I would be way more pissed. So I was yeah. like, that's my buddy. It's okay. Right. Yeah. So I'm sorry. And secondly, I wanted to ask you: Have you ever? Obviously, you haven't heard the podcast. I don't expect you to listen. But do you know what it is? Do you know the basic premise of it? I have no idea. I don't listen to anybody's podcast ever. Right. Uh, well, the premise is just like the name says: it's a unlicensed therapy. So I'm here to help you with your problems. Oh, I, I didn't even know that's what it was called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just say yes until I'm famous, you know? Dude, I mean, I don't listen to podcasts either. Or I wouldn't expect you to have listened to my podcast. That being said, when I get booked on a podcast, I'll skim through someone's podcast just so I have a basic idea of what it is. I walk in blind. 
first therapy 101 man is like get your shit together be a pro yeah you're a pro but be a pro pro says the guy 20 minutes late yeah, yeah. fuck you bro <laughs> you be on time <laughs> then you can tell me what to do all right so this is the point of the podcast where my audio got cut out i'm not sure what happened but it's gone so we're gonna fast forward to about 20 minutes later but what you missed out on is that Craig got fired from Trader Joe's for farting on his manager. And we talk a little bit about that. I'm going to play a clip actually from his Instagram, which is what got him fired. This post of him farting on his manager is why Craig got fired from Trader Joe's. And then we're going to get into the podcast again immediately following that clip. I'm at Trader Joe's right here. That's my manager. He's a fart ass. Oh, what do you think of that, manager, man? Are you going to write me up for farting on you, huh? What are you going to do? I farted on him. I'm sorry. Ah, water. It's It's easy to say that you were doing publicity for them, which you were. But here's what it comes down to. They didn't ask you to. They didn't have control over your publicity. And if if you were the president... Trader Joe's. All right, you I see agree some now. young kid, yeah, farting on employees and shaking up soda. You'd be like, "Get this guy out of here! He's a clown! Get this clown out of here! I have a company to run." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I changed and, my and mind. And you're just a little pawn to him. He doesn't know who you are. You're you're a a, a stalker, or whatever your your title is. You're replaceable. You're easily replaceable. Yeah. So in his head, he goes, "Yeah, replace him." Ditch I, I am not replaceable. You know what I mean, though. I'm Mr. Trader Joe. <laughs> I'm just in his kidding. Head. In his head, he goes, you're replaceable. Ditch him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. Guys. Me getting fired. Are we talking about you getting fired? Yeah, it was really cool. Because you farted on your boss? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm a G. Well, the thing... I don't know. I think it's, I think it's bullshit. Um, like, because, like, you were... Talking to the mic? Like, all the, your videos, for the most part, were pretty harmless. Right. That's what I was trying to tell him, but he made the point of like you're the big boss in the office, going, "Oh, this is bad." He but doesn't. For- he doesn't know that I'm doing it to people that have been ringing up at customers of our store for nine years. You know, right? They're like your, and I've known them for nine fucking years. I've yeah. seen their children grow. Also, so yeah, I can call him fart ass and flip him off. Right. And if he knows it's out of love, because he flips me off and calls me fuckface. Right. And that's our dynamic. Right. They don't know that. But. Like that's Trader Joe's brand. It's like we got the cool, wild employees that are really nice and friendly. We got but the not tattoos really. and the man buns. It no, is though, what they're all about. dude. There's but managers not. with neck tattoos and yeah, fucking plugs. Yeah, Name one other joint besides Tower they, Records. Their their brand is yeah, we're not clean cut and we do things no, cheaper like, and we we'll, hire we'll cool rip people. Open a bag right in front of you. We'll eat the product and like give you a sample like that type of shit. Like they're the, yeah, but they're there's a, a fine line between that and farting on someone or shaking up a customer's soda. These are things that you can't do as a business. Hey, if you're a corporate guy, you can do them. You just, you know what I mean? Fired. All I'm saying is I understand where Mr. Corporate He's a corporate. You. He's a pencil I'm not pusher. saying he was right. You I'm know what? Let's saying, just make this our I'm podcast. I'm not saying he was Fuck right or I think you should be fired. I'm saying I understand. Podcast? Yeah. I understand where this guy's mentality was when he did it. That's all I could say. I do. I, I truly understand both sides. I understand why they fired me, but I also 
don't understand how they can't see like, oh, this is pretty funny and dope. Maybe we should give him the podcast and a promotion. Isn't it funny that they have a podcast? Yeah, and There's it's probably boring as fuck. Never, I've never listened to it either. Of course yeah, not. Yeah, it's probably Trader super Joe's podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Does it just each started. one have its own? Does each location? No, no, no. There's no, one podcast, one, one Instagram podcast. account. What do you think they talk about, like fruit? All I know is growing fruit. I fucking unfollowed Trader Joe's on Instagram. As you should. I used to follow them. Are you a little bitter towards them now? Are you still no, going to shop there? Of course. I'll go to my store. I love everybody there. That's I'll go funny. to the store that got me fired. Have and you been to the store? They yeah, literally. Have you been there since you got fired? Not yet. I'm out of snacks though. I need to go like today or tomorrow. Do you expect a discount when you go back? They won't give me a discount because they'll get fired. Damn. I know. It was only 10% anyways. Hey, but... Uh, Did you ever steal? Not since I've been sober. Not... <laughs> uh, not uh, I For those of you who don't know who that third voice is, it's my sidekick, Abby Roberge. Not his sidekick? I've been sober He's five years sidekick. and I Good haven't friend. stolen one thing since I've been sober. But pre-sobriety, I ain't gonna lie. I was a bad man. <laughs> right. Money or so, food or what? I don't really want to... All right, say, yeah, that's fine. Can I get that's in trouble fine. for that? It's what do you mean? A, it's a long time ago. How long? What's the statute of like limitations seven, eight years for ago? shoplifting? Yeah, you could talk about it. Yeah, I would take money out of the register to go cop drugs on my lunch break when I was addicted to narcotics. How much money did you take? Not a lot. What's I would, I would feel guilty. Oh, literally like 20 bucks. Oh, so you'd steal 20 bucks from Peter Joe? To go get pills to take. And I, I did that seriously like two or three times because it's not... In me, I feel rotten and disgusting about it. I don't believe in stealing. I think it's wrong. But I was such addicted to pills and coke and I'm such a fiend for narcotics that I needed yeah, them that day. Otherwise, I was going to get dope sick. Right. So I almost, it's like, like I had to do it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. other than that, I would never... I Like, I stole money... I'm not judging. I was hoping. No, yeah. no, yes. no. I just we just wanted to know. Just like very, very minimal, like two, three times, and it was very low amounts, and it was usually to make to add to my money that I was already spending all on drugs. Right. So you're sober now. I'm sober. Five years. You're fired from Trader Joe's. Yeah. But you're busy with stand up. Yeah. Oh, everyone's been telling you to quit forever, haven't they? Yeah. I, I think I've told you to quit. Everyone has. Yeah. And I was just like. I agree, but it was like I just told them it was twenty one sixty an hour. It was scary. Yeah, it's scary. You have a life to live. But, you but, have. But needs, when people were telling me to quit, needs. I didn't have a following on social media. Now I have a, a. I'm incubating my audience, and I got a little following, and they're yeah. helping me, and I love and them. They bought all your and shirts. they bought all my shit. How much they, did you make? If you don't, or you don't, you don't have to say. I'll tell I you do. after. Okay. I don't know. I just don't want to get in trouble with Trader Joe's anymore. Because I'm right. Nice. So I'm. I applied for that. Until yeah. that kicks in, I'm a little scared. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. I. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we don't need my to say fans. It. I. I sold them some old merch of my personal belongings, and uh, they're fucking awesome. And thank you so much, because I was scared. I don't know. Wait, so you. My fans help raise me money and support they me. They bought some of your old clothes. Yeah, and yep. I fucking love them. And thank you for that. I autographed it. If it was really old and had holes in it, I put a little personalized note thanking them because I felt bad. <laughs> but the ones who just the ones who got, got a brand a new shit, shirt, no note just for got you. Autograph, no personalized. Note. Yeah, because this brand new shirt, hilarious. It's fucking dope shit. So you sold some old shit. So you're, thank so you're you. All right, 
financially for now for yes now, for a but few it, months what they did is they gave me a hope and inspired me to make my own merch and then sell it right. and make a business out of this instead of uh just fucking have you seen my Ari's apartment show shirts i could send you to that guy five bucks a shirt that's fantastic yeah. i'm gonna need him yeah it's a good guy yeah and i just met a pin guy too you can get craig conant pins two dollars and fifty cents a pin I want to do uh, name tags because I, you know, I bet you he'd still probably be the guy to talk to. Well, I'm fucking two fifty. I name tag and sell them for five bucks. Yeah, or whatever. They're buying them for ten bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah, sell them for ten bucks. Yeah, just to make a living and uh, and uh, live the dream. I've I've been uh, an employee from I was fourteen years old to thirty four. I've literally been working twenty years and my knees hurt. I'm ready to try to be an entrepreneur. Do you still think about? Fuck, I got fired. What am I going to do? Mean? Do you have no, that thought? I am literally excited, giddy, and happy. How and I can't stop you? telling people I got fired with a smile. Like I, yeah. I told the post office lady when I was shipping all the, all the fans their gear, my, I, I, I was like, I got fired. And then I was smiling like this. She just started laughing. She's like, well, I didn't know that was a good thing. you know. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a relief because like, let's say a few weeks ago, let's say you're out, out at swingers with everybody late at night and you're like, I gotta be up at seven. Like it was brutal. It was, it was soul crushing. Cause I would just do both and deal with it. I would hang out in those swingers till one, 2 AM. Cause it's fun with the homies talking shit, talking business, right. whatever. And then I would wake up at five forty-five AM to go stock shit at Trader Joe's. And it, would like I would be laughing in the moment and then the kernel of a thought of me having to wake up in the morning would just make me go oh and just take me out of the moment and I would get depressed what's your plan now besides selling merch do you have a plan to continue growing my fan base start a podcast write Mm -hmm. a tv show work on a special try to sell that shit or sell that shit fuck try um just keep the momentum rolling because once it starts, just start creating more podcasts. Just create content. So basically, just take a break. You're not gonna. You're not going out looking for any sort of job. Right no, now. You're fuck just, that. You're you're gonna. I'm going to make money creating. You can make your own money. I'm going to make my own money in my own business creating funny shit and selling it, and and like you know just doing it the fucking independent way like i'll record a um, album on my iphone and put it on soundcloud and put a donation link if you're rich donate money if you're poor it's free i don't give a fuck sure spread the word i'm i'm the fucking work i've been working my whole fucking life i've never been rich nobody in my family's rich how old are you i'm 34 34 years old my dad uh, is good with money but he's a lazy fuck so he just he you know he would make 36 grand a year but then we lived in torrance so we were like living in the upper middle class neighborhood but on the lower middle class budget or even yeah. fuck that's nothing but he's just yeah. smart my grandpa came f- here from mexico with nothing but the shirt on his back and just hustled and made, I love mexico. made two mexican restaurants a tortilla factory and did his little dream had seven kids that are all fucked up. And, uh, and grandkids are fucked up. And their grandkids are fucked up. Here I am. Starting a pattern. Yeah. Bad pattern because that man. Man, those fucking. That fucking. That Chile Verde man. homie though. Watch yeah. out. And uh, you know, I just respect the 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 work. I don't want to be an employee anymore. And I want to create my own empire. And I want to start building the empires like all of our, you know, uh, uh, 
what the fuck you call them? Heroes. Our, me- our, our, our mentors, our friends, our peers, our, you know, like our Joe Rogans, our Chris D'Elia's, Yeah. The people who are doing it. Right. Yeah. Eliza's selling out theaters. You know, that's so dope. Sebastian sold out. Madison Square Garden added a second show and then added a third show. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. You know? We're next, I've seen baby. that guy bomb in the OR. I've never seen a bomb. In the, I've heard about him bombing. I've never seen Oh, Sebastian it's almost bomb. more... It, when. I, by the way, Sebastian's one of the greatest comedians on the planet. But yeah, everybody bombs. I've seen him bomb, but every comedian yeah. is fucking dying, and the audience is looking right. at him. But he calls it out. He's like, he's like, I, I'm getting a lot of stares right now, you know. And then he he says like, I feel like you guys don't get me. <laughs> and it's just, huh. he's the best. Have you ever seen a bomb, Abby? Uh, yeah. I've never seen a bomb. Like two times. I mean, he's a fucking murderer. He's selling he out. Used to bomb all the time. Yeah. Pretty wild think about it's crazy the problem with that story is then all the shitty comedians tell themselves it when they're right when they're just bad like you meet a bad comedian and goes sebastian used to be bad i just gotta hang in there and keep doing it and like like, no you'll never be good you need to quit yeah he sucked for seven years like no he sucked by chris rock's standard yeah that's like the people right he was probably okay that's like dumb people saying yeah well yeah don't don't call that guy dumb because uh fucking uh Who's the guy e equals MC square? Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Yeah. They're like, Albert Einstein. People used to think he was done. Three. Yeah. It's like, it's like, wait, because you're retarded, you're going to be a genius. That's not typically, that's not how it works. Yeah. I, I think you can learn anything, but I also think that triple down on what you are good at. If you are not good at comedy, the then why are you fan? doing comedy? Because uh, they like it. They're fans, so they go. Well, Dude, this is what I like. Yeah, but love. So a perfect fans I, in comedy. There's like, it's Louis C.K.'s fault, dude. But there's, but what, <laughs> well, then it's every popular. What comedy. people don't no, understand is know your lane. Okay, like guys. Judd Apatow is a good bad example. But Judd tried stand up in the beginning, whenever that was, was eighties. He wasn't that good at it. He says he was not good. You have to still remember he did tonight at the Improv. He no, did, I know, but he then was successful. I'm even using, then, in I'm using him because he yeah. goes. I'll put down the microphone and I'll write, direct, produce, and became the most powerful comedy mogul there is right now. Yeah, you know, by him putting down the microphone, then he picked it back up, which is dope. But I'm just saying, like, so you're not good being on stage. So then go write. Right. You know, what are you good at? And yeah, go do if that. If you've been gr- hashing it out for years and you're not getting shit, time to mix it up at the least. Yeah. yeah. Shake Switch it up. It up. So you, you, you suck on stage, but maybe you're a great radio persona. Yeah. Where you don't have to be funny every three seconds. Yeah. Mark Maron. very funny very funny that was a great joke just Uh, we should tag him in this to rib him on it he'll get you fired for for this shit not i don't know him well enough to rib him hear this yeah he probably won't (laughs) but what if someone clips it out they won't craig conan's famous true not yet baby so me and craig conan have uh, have a few mutual fans i think I'm sure we all we have got a we got a good jawline, bro. We got a couple me because sometimes it's good, like like every at least like once every few days a girl follow me and then there are the people I'll click on her and the people she follows is you and the Laugh Factory. They like they like is that uh, mutual fans or you've just perved on the same girl? No, it's it's just random girls that watch the same videos. 
sounds like you both just DM'd the same hot girl. No, on it's not Instagram. even DM. It's like some like random. No, it's, it's why are you winking at me right it's, now? It's like some <laughs> it's random. Not winking. Some why random fatso person? Why are you giving? <laughs> why are you giving me that face though? When you say it. Ari's trying to. Ari's trying to. Ari's trying to make shit exist that doesn't exist. All right. What else is going on? How are you doing? You have a girlfriend? Yeah. Who is she? She's gorgeous. How do you meet her? You've seen her around. I've yeah, never she's seen at her. the comedy store. Bring her around. I've never seen her. How do you meet her? At a show. She met. She met up with me at the comedy store, and we went to dinner. But did you? Were you talking with her before she saw you on the show? Oh uh, yeah, through Instagram. So you met her through Instagram. Yeah. Invited her to a show. Yes. She came. You did yes. good. Yes. Were you hosting or a regular spot? I was hosting. You, but you went for it anyway. You invite her anyway. Yes. You're hosting. She comes. She sees you. I typically mm-hmm. try not. I don't typically don't invite people when I host. I try not to as well. That's why. That's why I was confirming on that. Just because, you know, you're yeah. a good host. Don't and and you're a good comic. And those are good shows, so yeah. you'll still do good. But you know what I mean? Where like, yeah, yeah, hosting's you, very, very hard. It's the right, hardest so spot. Like, you won't know, do as good what, as you would have done. What's uh, different from me and you guys is I'm not a little bitch pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I mean, don't worry. Even me at my worst is still going to fucking get some panties wet. You know what I mean? Not me. <laughs> I've bombed so hard that... There's no one that would be attracted to me. You know what's, you know what's weird is I, for whatever reason, if family comes to watch me, I'll bomb. But if any hot girl comes to watch me, I've pretty much always done good. They just I, put you in that right pressure point. I yeah. don't get nervous anymore for stand-up almost at all. It's like minis- almost non-existent. But when family's fucking there. Yeah. When the right I, person's oh, in the audience, oh it'll make me nervous. Yeah. If there's a certain big comedian watching. If there's, yeah, big I don't like it when she goes to shitty family. shows. I was like, you're only allowed to go to dope shows. I've known you've seen me crush. I get nervous when but my I don't, enemies are in the crowd. Yeah. I don't want you to see me I don't me want struggle. you to see me bomb. Like, yeah. I only want, I don't want you to see, you see me what breath. I have to go through to be funny. Because right. once... Uh, I think it was Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. The first show I bombed so bad. And the second show I, I did. And she was there? Great. And she was there. And then I was like, I don't want you coming to shitty shows anymore. It's got to be like fucking main room or belly room. Did she, what what she say? Belly was she like, you did good. good. And you're like, no, I didn't. No, she put her head down. Or no, <laughs> she didn't give me anything. And I we got into a fight over it, actually. Wait, what? What was the fight about? Um, because I was rattled. I bombed so hard. You know how it is. Yeah. I was rattled. And then like, uh, she was on her phone or something during your set or after, I think during my set okay. and after. And then I just said like, uh, you know, it shouldn't be your job to like make me feel better, but a fucking kiss on the cheek would fucking lift me out of the depths of hell right now. You know? And it made me mad that she wasn't. Uh, she didn't know how to react to it. Yeah, she, she just have, wasn't ready for it. She didn't know. She just didn't know. She she seen she saw you bomb. She was probably like, I don't know what he wants from me right now. Like every time Ari I should maybe I should leave, give him some space. Every Who time knows? Ari yeah, yeah. Eats it on stage and like you give him a hug and a kiss. No, I don't. I just uh, no. Let's go. Yep. I always just like laugh. You gotta acknowledge it. It depends how it is. Well, what the how, relationship is. Depends with how her, the person's she's, energy is when they get off stage, too. Yeah. it's If it's like a set that doesn't matter, then you go, yeah, that sucked. 
and you, you could laugh it did, about it. It didn't matter. But Nobody. It, it didn't, I know, but, none, you know, I, but I was but just like, you know, I had to like stare like, show, oh fuck. Was it? A, well, let me ask you this: Was it a decent crowd? And it was a shit crowd. It was shit. So there's barely anyone there. The the host bombed. The guest spot bombed. I bombed. Got it. Uh, the headliner see, did good. See, if it's a show like that, the only reason I'd be bummed about bombing is because that girl was there watching me and she's never seen me bomb. Yes. That would that would be the yes. only thing that if if she wasn't there, I wouldn't even be upset I think that's at all. why I was so shook. Yeah. Because if she wasn't there, I would have laughed and talked to the comics about it and been like, fuck that this crowd. Yeah. But because she was there and I want to be her knight in shining armor and shit, I was like, ah, like it fucked with me mentally. If I have a bad set, I don't mind if someone I know who's seen me do good, like if Abby was watching me and goes, hey, I don't think he even says this, but if he was like, that sucked. I'd be like, yeah, that sucked. But if it was someone I didn't know, instead I bombed, I'd be like, fuck you. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know can't. What's even worse is if you, if you go up there, have like a whatever set, you know, you just get up and it's okay. There was nothing even a little bit special. And then some fucking audience member comes up. It's like, hey, you're that's really funny, man. Keep at it. I want to sock people that say that. They're, you know, they're, like, they're almost implying it's like you're really funny for your second time on stage, like that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Keep at it, young boy. You fucking little bitch, idiot that doesn't know what you're doing in life. What I get a lot too. This this isn't. Well, that is annoying too, and I know what you're talking about, but this is slightly different. Where they go, uh, you're so funny. Like DMs, like cheering you on. Keep doing it, and it is a sweet in a DM. Like a message or a comment. If it's in a DM, then I then I like it more because they liked me enough to follow me. But if it's in real life, that's when no. It I know. Me. But what I'm yeah. saying is, it is a sweet, kind gesture at what they are saying and doing. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, man, you know what I this mean? Is like what I do. This is what I oh, do. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, why are you gonna tell? A, right, do you yeah, tell a doctor like, to keep doctoring? Right, right, right. right you tell right. the mechanic they to go, keep yeah, mechanicing. You, you got something there. Don't stop. I'm like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I've been doing this years. for six years. It's like someone to go and take a mics. seat. And you're yeah. like, go take a seat. It's like, I was ju- I was already sitting yeah. down. Right, what right, they right. don't understand is like we literally have performed in front of blenders to two people yeah. and had paid money to do so. So, yeah. so I think that's why we get like... Yeah, no shit, man. I've I've yeah. I've been in the Done depths of hell of shows over the last for seven. years. Have you ever gotten this? You talk to someone you haven't talked to in a long time and they go, you still doing stand up? Yeah. Oh God, it's, it's dude. really offensive and annoying. But yeah. if I think about it, it, they're probably just like they just trying to think of words to say. You, you know, like yeah, they're making they're either making small talk or they're just hoping you're not because they're just jealous because they're working some shitty office. One job. of uh, but one of the worst human beings at shit like that is my father. I fucking got him. I opened for Chris D'Elia at the Will Turn New Year's Eve, uh, two years ago. And I hate saying this, but I, you know, I fucking murdered. Yeah. Like I murdered. Like I had people. You had a good Still set. message me that I saw you at the Wilter. And I yeah. swear to God. And my, I got my dad into that show. So he, he watched. He watched. Yeah. I, he watched his son murder in front of two thousand people. And then I do family dinner every week with my my father, and my sisters, and now my baby daddy and her son. But at this time, it was just. Me, dad, sisters, no baby, no baby daddy. And I thought like I was going to walk in and have him be like, I'm proud of you. That was amazing. He, 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 uh, he, I didn't bring it up, no nothing. He just looks at me and he goes, no new stuff, huh? 
And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. So he'd seen you a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. He'd been to a bunch of shows. I was like, you, mo- I literally lit that place on fire. Yeah. And you fucking say no new stuff. You can't even say I'm, good yeah, job. New stuff in front of 2000 people. I was my, like, my yeah, dad, dad. once told me, he goes, you should consider uh, hiring a writer. <laughs> and, he, and I'm like, what? I remember my first go, few written, years of doing stand-up, yeah. my dad would be like, you should, uh, have you looked into like, you know, going to school or like anything like that? Just like, just like, just like different like career advice. And I, would, and just, I just let it bounce off. Then like two years later, I'm like, wait, did he say I should go to school? I'm like, no, like I, they're I, just old school. They don't, they don't understand. They don't get it. They play the same. My mom said something like that real recently that I actually can't believe I didn't react worse. I just ate it. I just didn't say nothing. I texted her later. I was like, hey, that was fucked up. I didn't say it in those words. But she said, like, you should get a real job, like a better job, you know, than than Trader Joe's and not comedy. Yeah. But then when you start making more than your and then, family combined. And then the most frustrating thing about that part is like now that I actually have some following and some fans and I finally got some shit going is when you then tell me I should get a job. It's like maybe when I was doing open mics, I could see that. But like I'm getting shit. Right. I'm making money through comedy. I'm performing at all the best comedy clubs. And now you're telling me to go fucking sell houses like no. And I was my, like, my parents they don't, don't get, get it, it so much. I just did uh, the Kaboo Festival in San Diego, which is like a cool thing. Yeah. It's a big festival, but no one's heard of Kaboo. It's San Diego based festival. Yeah. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. It's like a cool thing to do in San Diego. I, I'm cool, glad yeah. I got to do it. It's cool, but that's about all you could say to, about it. But they go, you should kind of, you should twist this and get yourself a, an agent. An agent's gonna want to sign you because you did Kaboo, and I go, it's not that. No one's gonna sign you from doing an unpaid spot at Kaboo, and they go, no, I think, I think it will. Yeah, I'm they, like, you just don't get it. They don't get they don't it. Get it well, I, I, I think most comedians, even comedians, don't quite understand this. Like even a lot of comedians, they think you do one thing and it brings you a step up, and then you do the next thing and you get like promoted up the chain. It's like no, you do a thing and then that thing's over. And then it's and what's then you, next? And then yeah, you know, what's it's next? A, it's not like an up, up, up. You just do it and it builds, and hopefully you can get a bunch of things close together and that'll. And this is momentum and build. But you're just doing stuff. You know, you're doing it for the sake of art. They don't understand that. They're like, you know, you got to get promoted. I I actually had some similar uh, mild argument but with my dad just recently on tuesday at family dinner about shit like that he's trying to tell me what to do right and i got that so has, mad that he does no idea that he has no clue and then finally i fucking am getting more mature because usually i'd be like fuck you you're a piece of shit but I, I i i just talked to him i was like look dad like like you know nothing about what i'm doing and i know millionaires from stand-up comedy that tell me what to right. do, I'm and I get their night. advice. All my friends do this. I'm around it this all is the what time. I, this is my life. I was yeah. like, so why are you trying to figure out what I should do? I was like, I don't tell. I just said, like, I don't tell surgeon how to fucking do surgery. I don't. I was like, if I need to know about gambling, drinking, golfing, and fishing, I come to you. If it's not those fucking things, <laughs> right. shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> and like, then I like, followed it up with "I love you" and we hugged, and it was really funny. And it was, but like he actually absorbed it. 
but yeah, he's so I, I, annoying because he's told, always like, you I, need to do this. I told my dad one time, he was just asking me questions and then I got to a point where I was just like, I can't answer that question because then I have to answer 85 questions leading up to that. Like, there's yeah. just so much to it and there's so many levels. Like, us comedians will spend all day, every day talking shit and, you know, like talking about comedy and how it works. So, like, it would be like someone trying to jump and it's like, you don't, you just don't get it. You don't, they don't get it that you put your mind, body, and soul into this shit. Every ounce of energy, sweat, and tears, everything. Like, and then you hope that one thing will hit, one TV show will sell and get greenlit, one viral video, one famous fuck will take you, you and then you become a famous fuck or a successful fuck, whatever. And, And nobody gets it. Like, you don't just go from the bottom to the top it take you know the saying it takes 10 years to become an overnight success like these people melissa mccarthy that's huge now if you look up her credit she was like computer nerd number three right. fucking t- 14 years ago you yeah, know what tiffany i mean Haddish have been doing it for like 25 Tim, years. tiffany, tiffany Haddish Haddish took 25 a years. at the church of scientology yeah, melissa well, via senor been in it 18 years and now she's fucking snl and promoted and you know right Fahim, 15 years, just got a TV show. Oh, what show do you get? Goatface on Comedy Central. Oh, right, right, right. You know, these fuck faces just think it's like a light switch. Like, it's so frustrating. Yeah. And I feel bad because I think their heart's in the right place, but they just need to know, like, it, it's just, it's all, it's almost insulting and very ignorant all to right. ask these inqu- questions, and all it right. gets us, you make us feel depressed. Instead of acknowledging the accomplishments we've already achieved, right. you talk about shit that we haven't done yet. I often forget. And I don't find any other profession you do that to. Right. It's only the arts and predominantly acting and stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was some deep stuff. Boys. Maybe music a little bit. Do you guys often music, like, forget yeah. your accomplishments? Yeah, like I have I'm to. sitting there, I'm like, I got nothing. I got nothing going on. But then I look back, I'm like, I've done tons it's, of cool well, stuff. Well, it's not that you forget if it's that they become it. you've done it and it you realize once you do it that it's not right. what you hoped it would be or want it to be. So you're just on to the next thing. So right. it's like when I first moved to LA, all I wanted was to be friends and family at the comedy store. Not even paid regular. That's I'm all like, I want. Yeah, I'm just like, I just want development spots there. Like, that'd be so cool. Holy shit. And then maybe two weeks, maybe a month after I got development spots, I'm like, oh, this is 100% worthless <laughs> I, this is absolutely nothing, nothing that sh- anybody should desire as much as i desired it right and yet there's yeah. uh, every monday 200 people it's like like every monday 200 people sign up at the open mic to maybe be one of 16 people to get up and 99.9 percent of the time nothing will happen adam might not watch you might watch and be like okay whatever or be like this guy sucks and then every now and then be like oh this guy's good yeah hopefully he'll come back and then that person comes back and over enough time you consistently do it till eventually he's like oh colin colin your avails or you start working at the comedy store so like just right there you've you're in the top one percent out of hundreds of comedians 
and then once you get into the top 1%, then you're in this whole other thing. Pool that you need to do the exact same process and, and right. just do everything and else. Take, and that pool takes it's, like seven And then, years. yeah, so it's like now I have the desire of being a paid regular. And that's just to get And I one. just know once I get that, a month later I'm going to be like, oh, why and, did I want right. this and so bad? And keep in mind, there's zero dollars being passed around in, in, in any of this stuff. This is just like the right. basic like entry-level stuff. So it's like... We not, not only is there zero dollars being passed around you're losing money because of parking and food and water right, and right. hollywood yeah you're spending you're money literally spending money dreams, for yeah. your shot right yeah and that's just and that's just to get the most basic sort of just and then here's another thing people don't get which you guys do is featuring right when you first move to la you go man if i could feature for someone consistently i wouldn't be rich but like I'd make a living doing stand-up. I'd be living the dream. And then you feature and you go, oh, no, you get 600 bucks on 90% of comedy clubs pay $600 to the feature. The flights are 400 at least. Right. And, and then if, food and everything, you basically break even, maybe you come out making 100 I, $150. The only way to make it as yeah. a feature is to sell your own merch. Right. And some headliners don't want and that. And if you're with a theater act, maybe, yeah, but exactly. A lot of places you can't sell your own merch. You just got to basically, the long story short is, you don't really make money as a comedian until you just, you're a headliner in a rooms or right. above. Yeah, and you do the feature. Um, the feature is just to build. That's just to, to build your act. Just to build your act, network. But all that I feel stuff. like there's also Have then fun. there's also you could do ten million little hustles like what you're about to do. You know, you're selling stuff. You're doing little shows. There's always a right, hustle. You, you you do like little one nighter headliners within a two hour drive of here. You know, like. Right, and that's what yeah. you have to do. You and have to they, they pay a hundred dollars, three hundred if you're lucky. Chip you got to drive to Fresno yeah. for two hundred dollars at a shitty bar show where nobody gives a fuck about you. And that's to scrape by. And we Maybe. do it, and we do it, and we do it for but years. It's fun. Better than it waking up fun. at eight you in the morning with and sitting at a desk. Oh, like how fun was that horrible gig show, in uh? Yeah. What was that? Ventura? Ventura, no, Ventura, yeah. Ventura. Was that, that an hour, hour and a half? We drove yeah. an hour and a half Different to perform one. in front of four people for fifty bucks. That's pretty sweet, though. Yeah, and we had fun. Good time. Remember yeah. when like we did the comments. one in Orange County? Yeah. Uh, there was this company. Have you heard of it? Special guest app. Wait, Shout didn't out. we do two Ventura gigs? No, I got one? you in touch with them. And you no, did. we did another road trip recently. It was just me and you, and I can't remember where it was. Oh, yeah, that was a great one, though, with uh, Dan. Uh, that, yeah, that Dan, was uh, a little community theater one. Yeah, what that the was fuck? Foble. Foble? Foble? What the, was that called? For the us theater. Bias? I don't know. Improv and comedy. Because I'm about to quit my job, too, in a month and a half, so I'm trying to line up a million fifty dollars Is that your exact date? One month and a half? Yeah, November 1st. You should get really? fired. Are you? Have you given them notice yet? I'm going to this week. Wow. You said on a podcast, you can't take it back. I'm going to take this recording and play it back Bloop. to you. Edit yeah. it. Yeah. The end of October. Um. Yeah. What was it? That was such a fun gig. They t they bought me a plant. It's still in my bathroom. They were such sweethearts. Yeah, they were super cool. They gave me a plant, pizza, food, water, money. Said I could bring him on feature and he gets money. I was like, you guys are awesome. If you're listening, follow Craig and then DM him and then say, who's that guy? Shout out. Oh, Mashup Comedy. That's what it was. Mashup Comedy. With Shout Dan Fubel. Let me look you up so I get your name right. It's disrespectful. Is he a comic as well? Yeah. He's a very nice, good guy. Dan Fubel. Foulbull. How are all your weapons? I love knives. Are you going to buy more since you've lost your job? Or are you taking it easy? Are you budgeting I'm yourself? not going to. I can't. You're I, budgeting. Yeah. 
All right, did you ever Velcro a knife to all, under all your services? No, no but they're them. everywhere. All right. Well, anything else? Any other issues you're having in your life? I'm. I, I, it's the weirdest thing is I'm fired and I've never been happier. Like most people are like, yeah, Danny Foulbel. Uh Most people are like, are you scared? I'm like, no, I'm fucking excited. Maybe you listeners out there need to take that. I was scared for two hours of my life. And then I go, wait a minute. This is the best thing that ever could happen to you. I was not super depressed, but the mild depressed just because what we said. Like, all I want to do is stand up and comedy and any comedic acting. That's all I want to do in my life is make people laugh and make a living from it. And Trader Joe's was holding me back because I had to wake up at the butt fucking crack of dawn every day. Yeah, it's and then are done, get... the last thing you want to do is go home and write a script. Oh, my God. I it's would go sick. home, nap, and then hit the clubs. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be great for you. I'm glad you're doing well, and I love you, buddy. I just want to say that. Thanks for coming in. Sorry for being late. I love you, too. I was trying to I sound really you, phony. Craig. I love you, too, host. Abby. I was trying to sound like a really fo- phony podcast mm. radio host just now. I do love you, though. <laughs> Let did me see it, your... But did you guys buy it? Did it sound really genuine when well, I did it? Well, you just sound I like... I love a, you, buddy. I'm glad you're doing great. <laughs> Good to see you. And blah, blah, blah. Well, thanks, Craig, for coming in. You know we love you out over here. We love you here at the podcast studio in my apartment. How much am I getting paid for this? So much. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, Craig P. Conant on Instagram. Oh, side note. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this the other day. How, like, when I started, I would always hear comedians complain about... Um, like, like, oh, these fucking idiots are like, hey, you should do this for exposure. Exposure doesn't pay my bills. Yes, it does. Yes, it you does. Idiot, I'll give me exposure. I'll get do out anything there. for exposure. Dra- do until you can say no, you say yes to everything. Right. But then I'm once not doing you, laughs on Fox. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I said no to like that, that too. You know, maybe yeah. not well, everything. The, the I take is, that back. I, you see, I would, I would do it, and I'd be happy for well, the five or six fans I'd get, and I'd be happy for a couple dollars. But it's just bad. It's just like not good branding. Yeah, yeah it's almost like an open mic credit. But then again, look at uh, Taylor Tomlinson did it thirty times, and she was on her I think way. She hosted it, and she hosted it. She yeah. was on her way regardless. But I think that absolutely helped her tremendously. I think it's helped a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I know. <laughs> 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 Thanks for being on the podcast, Craig. Follow him at at Craig P Conan. Yes, sir. On Instagram and Twitter. Do you have a website? No, I bought my domain. Website, I bought my domain last night at three a.m. because I couldn't oh, sleep because yeah. I was okay. overwhelmed with all the shit I got to do. All right, domains bought at craigpconit.com. It'll be launched whenever the fuck I get a computer guy. Follow Abby Roberge at Abby Roberge. A B B Y R O B E R G E. My phone number is two zero one five four zero six two three nine. Again, my, that's my two zero one five four zero six two three nine. Call me anytime. That's your actual phone number. <laughs> that's my actual phone number. Nice. Call me anytime. Text him at least. Don't maybe don't call him, but text him so he knows Only that someone listens have, like, to this. Issue. See you guys you next week. You listening to unlicensed. unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.